We've all heard the question, if a tree falls in a forest and there's no one around to hear it, does it make a sound? But what about if someone dies in the forest and you're not around to witness it, does that mean you won't hear the screams? Today's episode might just answer that second question. We're counting down the scariest forests in the world, beautiful landscapes with killer histories and some ghostly inhabitants. As we head into the woods with each of these stories, maybe we can determine, was it a tree falling we heard or something far more sinister? Hey, all you weirdos. Welcome to Crime Countdown, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Ash. And I'm Elena. Every week, we'll highlight 10 fascinating stories of history's most engaging and unsettling crimes, all picked by the Parcast research gods. This episode, we're counting down the top 10 scariest forests. Okay, I love a dark, spooky forest. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love the aesthetic. I mean, there's nothing man-made that can compare to one. I think we can all agree. No, definitely not. But I definitely don't want to camp in one. Like, I do, but I don't. I I don't know. Oh, not one part of me wants to. I'm conflicted, but I I just don't want to camp, period, is the real problem. Yeah, never. Never. No. 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 But I kind of want to try. I don't know. No. Conflicted. You you know what it is about, like, forest? I think it's the idea and, like, picturing a spooky forest that's cool. Mm -hmm. But I definitely don't see myself, like, jumping up and down at the thought of venturing into one. (laughs) See, I kind of want to. Yeah, I see that for you. Mm. I don't see that for myself. <laughs> I don't either. And I also have protested many times against camping, and I'll never go camping as long as I live. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll never make you. I'm never even going glamping. No, I would never ask you to. I tried that once, <laughs> and I was like, mm, never going to do that again. Not for me. No, no. You know, I think forests, especially like the really dense and quiet ones, like some of the ones we're going to talk about on this list, <laughs> are just innately terrifying because they're kind of reminiscent of the ocean in a way. They are, you know? yes. Like we only know so much about what's in there, how deep it really goes. It's all the unknowns and, you know, knowing it wasn't created by us. Mm-hmm. Like nature is the ultimate horror movie to me, like, because it's so unknown. No, I agree with you. It's uh, it's funny that you said that about the ocean because it, it is a similar feeling when you're like swimming in the middle of the ocean yeah. or like hiking in the wilderness like a crazy person would. (laughs) You always have this feeling that like something or someone is watching you. Yes. And it's that feeling that makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Because I feel like something or someone always is watching you in both of those places. Whether it's an eel or a murderer, I don't know. Either way, I don't want it. And not to mention the fact that woods and secluded areas like these are very easy places to hide really evil things. Exactly. Like all your evil deeds can be concealed in a spooky forest. A treasure hunt of evil. Lee. Well, Elena has five sinister woodlands and so do I, but neither of us knows who will be lurking around the next bend. Let's start the countdown. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Ten. I'll start us off with number 10, Leakin Park. Gwyn Falls Leakin Park has been known to Baltimore area residents unofficially as the city's largest unregistered graveyard for a reason. Ooh. As of 2010, more than 70 bodies had been found in the park dating back to 1948. Oh, wow. With more bodies being dumped there as recently as 2018. Okay, tell me all about this, please. Oh, I'm here. I'm ready. So 1948, 13-year-old Richard Truman was shot accidentally and buried in a panic by Richard Clayton Wright. Mm. He's definitely the earliest victim found in the park, which 1948? Yeah, that's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. But he was definitely just a skeleton. It's no good. No. No good. Now, not every criminal tries to bury or hide their victim in this place, which makes it even scarier. They just like put some leaves on them and call it a day? Oh yeah, bodies have been found out in the open on foot trails, on picnic tables, in ditches, along the sides of the road, and even in the park's (gasps) public restrooms. Wait, no, 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 the restroom. Restroom on a picnic table freaks me. I don't... A picnic table really freaked me out until you said the public restroom because that is my new scariest fear. It truly is. My new worst fear. A public restroom is scary for a myriad of reasons. And then you add the fact that you might stumble upon a dead body that someone just tossed in there. I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to wait till I get home. Yeah. I'm going to, or you can just pee in the forest. I don't want to do that either. Yeah. You might, then you might pee next to a dead person in this place. You could throw a rock and hit a dead person. It's so like, you don't want any of that. Be at home, yeah. Uh, just go home and turn on that that Yule log. Exactly. It's like camping. It's the same. This might sound familiar to a few people. This next one, Heyman Lee, was one victim found in Leakin Park. She was the subject of that, you know, that little true crime podcast called Serial. Oh yes, yes. I think I've heard of that. Ever heard? AKA of AKA the best podcast. Yeah, that one. Uh, it's also mentioned on the HBO show The Wire, which is such a good show, everybody. We were just talking about that the other day. So good. Uh, it's when one of the detectives says to only look for the body matching the description. Mm. What makes it more terrifying is some of these victims were dumped, but it's not clear if others were attacked in the park or somewhere else first, which adds a whole nother layer of terrifying to it. Yeah. Because now you don't have to worry. Now you have to worry about bodies being dumped there, but also that it's dangerous enough that people are being killed in there and then just left. I don't like any part of this. No, thank you. Nine. At number nine is Yosemite National Park in California. Yosemite is known for its beautiful, scenic nature, wildlife, and giant sequoia trees. But it's also known for many ghoulish and homicidal stories. And there are legends like Bigfoot that continue to shroud this park in a haunting light. I'm already in. You brought Big Feet into this? Here I am. Here we are. All right. Well, Tenaya Canyon in the park is actually referred to as the Bermuda Triangle of Yosemite because there's so many weird deaths and disappearances. Another triangle. I love a good triangle. We, we cover a couple of weird triangles on our 
on Morbid, and they are always so fun. Yes, it's all about the geometry. Oh, yes. All right, well, first off, hide your kids, because oh. a lot of kids go missing here. Oh, I hate that. And they usually go missing near the huckleberry bushes. Oh, why? But it's okay, they come back. But the problem is, there's no sign of what's happened at all. And I guess they, I don't know if they They just just don't remember. Oh, that's horrifying. So scary. Hate it. Then, of course, we have Carrie Stainer from the late 90s. He's referred to as the Yosemite killer because he was convicted of murdering four women in and near Yosemite. Awesome. There's also many victims who died near the waterfalls in the park. And the urban legend behind that is of an ancient evil spirit named Pohono who does not allow people wandering near his home and will push them over the cliffs. Oh. Yes. That seems like a disproportionate response. Well, you know, like, people don't like people trespassing, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But, you know, pushing people over cliffs is never the answer. No. Where there are urban legends, Elena, there are also mysteries. Of course. In 1998, a park ranger was patrolling on foot and came across three freshly severed deer heads that were meticulously placed in the middle of the trail. I hate that. Like, and just what does that mean? Why? I would, I can't even tell you how fast I would run the other way. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near that. No, thanks. No. And like anything scary, obviously we need a good haunting. Of course. So that's the Grouse Lake haunting. Allegedly, the spirit of a Native American boy who drowned in the lake can still be heard and is sometimes mistaken for a dog in distress. Oh. He wants you to get close to the lake so that he can drag you in. Wow. I hate that. I know. No. Eight. Number eight on our countdown of scariest forests keeps us in California with Camp Comfort Park and the Charman legend. There are several stories that come from Camp Comfort Park in Ojai, California, including murder, a freak accidental death, and then a forest fire that created Charman, which will literally make your skin crawl and possibly never make you want to camp there. I didn't anyway. Yeah, I already don't want to, but let's talk about it. All right, so let's talk about the first ghost here. Okay. Of course, the bloody bride. Always a dead bride. We love a, we love a, a haunted dead bride. We it's, love it. There's no haunted place without a bride. You gotta have That's one. Dead. Are you really haunted if you don't have a bride? Mm-mm. Well, the bloody bride, who is said to haunt this park, she was murdered on her wedding night by her new husband who just wanted her dowry. Well, that's shady. Wow. That's real rude. That's real rude. Then we have ghost number two. Headless motorcyclist. Oh, okay. Which just seems dangerous. That We really just like upped the ante We did. Here. We got a dead bride. Now we're just going to no head. Well, this person was decapitated in the 1950s when a steel beam dislodged from a passing truck. Hello, final destination. I think of that every time I go mm-hmm. buy a truck with those. Uh, but the scariest of them all has to be Charman. When you said that in the beginning, I was like, I need to know more about this like, man's. Do we a bloody bride? Sure. Yeah. A headless motorcyclist? All yeah. right. Charman? Whose man's is this? What's he all about? I don't know. Well, in 1948, there was a fire in Ojai Valley, and it burned a large amount of land and houses, which is really sad. I was just going to say, aw. Living in the forest are a father and son, who are both caught in the fire and burned. Mm. The father dies, but the son survives. So already this is a really tragic, awful story. Yeah. But then the son went crazy. Oh, no. He then hung his father from a tree, stripped off his burned skin, Uh -uh. and then fled into the hills, still charred. 
Oh, Jarvan. And that's it? He's lived there ever since and will come out <gasps> to chase others. No! Never. He's never been caught, and people will tell of these sightings of him. Um, imagine. Charman. Imagine. Seven. At number seven this week is the Black Forest in southwestern Germany. The Black Forest is located along the Rhine River and is so densely packed with fir and pine trees that sunlight can barely be seen through the trees, making this landscape truly chilling. It's like an ocean. It's an ocean. This is where the Brothers Grimm set so many of their tales. And what a place, because the urban legends of the Black Forest are aplenty. You know, you'll perhaps run into a headless horseman, uh, nymphs that supposedly dwell in the murky waters of a lake there. Love it. It's also filled with witches. Oh, yes. Werewolves. Cool. And maybe the devil himself. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> wow. Gang's all here. Yeah, I was going to say squad. <laughs> squad up. <laughs> now, one of the scariest stories is about Der Grossman, a tall, horribly disfigured man with bulging eyes and many arms. He's like your Charman, but like... 10 With times many scarier. Arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like an octopus version of your Charman. Ooh. Now, this man compelled children to enter the forest and confess their sins, which is already terrifying. Ugh. But the kids are then never seen again. And Ugh. actually, Slenderman versions link back to this, which makes sense. It gave me a little bit of that vibe. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Scary guy in the woods. Yeah. That's all you need. That's all you need. The legend of Der Grossman was most likely made up to scare children from being bad, but like, what if there was a real child predator in these woods at one point in time? And they were just like, it's Der Grossman. It's like, did we investigate this? Probably not. I don't know. Hate it. Six. Also on our list at number six, the Hoyabachu Forest in Romania. The Hoyabachu Forest is in the northwestern part of Transylvania. It's considered the most haunted forest in the world and is called the Bermuda Triangle of Romania. It doesn't help that its name basically comes from a missing persons case. Uh-oh. We're in Transylvania, everyone. That's when you know it's real. <laughs> you know we're here with a good forest. Hoyabachu was a shepherd who disappeared in the forest with a flock of 200 sheep. They were never found. Oh. 200 sheep and a man. How do you just, how do you lose sight of 200 sheep? Like, what? And a man. How do we lose that? I don't understand. Well, it's believed many peasants were murdered here and they now haunt it. Oh. So we got 200 sheep. A shepherd. And why were they murdered? murdered we have so many, I have so many questions. There's a lot. Many visitors claim to have experienced paranormal activity and a ton of unexplained things, like physical things, like sudden nausea. They get super anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's anytime a place has that, ugh, I yeah. don't like the being out of control of my own body thing. No. I don't want something making me feel nauseous. But here's me, like I'm not a skeptic at all, but I think going to places like this, you already have anxiety and then you get nauseous. And then you get nauseous. So let's go anyway. Okay, cool. I'm going to go. Cool. At the heart of this forest is something, it's like my favorite part of this. It's called the clearing where no trees naturally grow and none have since records have been kept. Okay, no trees will grow here. As soon as you said that, I I almost did this for a live show that we did before. Horrifying. Nuts. 
Horrifying. And it, there's no explanation. None. That's the craziest thing. Insane. Well, back in 1968, a military technician was in the forest with some friends, as one is. Of course as, you're going to go to Hoyabachu just with your pals. Well, they witnessed and took pictures of what they claimed to be a UFO. Ooh. And it's not a Bermuda Triangle of Romania without an UFO sighting. You need an UFO. You know? I'm saying. Shout out to last podcast on the left. <laughs> this event made the forest super popular because who doesn't want to see a UFO? Me. I want to see it. I actually don't. There. I don't. I want to see one. No. That's yeah. one thing I could go without seeing. I could definitely go in there. Well, pictures got published in local papers. They analyzed the negatives and there was no evidence that they were altered. Oh, that's nuts And of me. course, to this day, it all remains unexplained, but I think it's pretty explained. There was UFOs and they took pictures of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, boom, roasted. I gotta see the clearing. Boom, UFO'd. I gotta see it. Yeah, I, I think I'll go to this one with you. Oh. Okay, we're off to a wonderful start with the first five. I want to see the Black Forest. Because, I mean, it's I've seen like little uh, pictures of it and it looks gorgeous. Yeah, see, that's it looks tranquil. Uh, we know it it's does. not, but it looks that way. And the Brothers Grimm like based some of their stuff in that. Come on, I got to go. I know. And then Hoyabachu, come on. See, if there was one on the list so far that I would go with you to, it's Hoyabachu. Oh, yeah, I got to. I'm excited to see what's next because I have a couple that I'm just waiting for. Me too. Let's do it. Hi, it's Carter from Parcast Network. The Vatican is one of the most recognizable religious sites in the world, but it's also a powerful institution, its unique history full of secrecy. This Easter, my show Conspiracy Theories looks deep into the church's past to uncover how it became what it is today. Starting April 5th, our new four-part miniseries, Mysteries of the Vatican, dives in to examine some of the most prominent conspiracy theories surrounding this mysterious organization. From the church's sordid rise to power, to prophetic visions, and even assassination attempts. Follow the Spotify original from ParCast, Conspiracy Theories, to hear Mysteries of the Vatican. New episodes air every Monday and Wednesday, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Five. All right, let's jump back in with number five on our countdown of scariest forests. Starting off, the second half of our list is Epping Forest near London, England. Its proximity to the city has made it a longtime popular hideout for criminals and likely the burial grounds for many bodies. So the creep factor on Epping Forest is real high. I know about this place. It's bonkers. Yeah, this one is wild. Epping is specifically well-known for an awful crime back in 1970, referred to as the Babes in the Wood. Ugh. So two children went missing for 11 weeks, their poor parents. 
Their bodies were found in the forest, but it took 30 years to ID their killer. That's horrifying. I know. The infamous highwayman, Dick Turpin, allegedly used the forest area for his robberies and murdered at least one man in the Epping. And he was later hanged for the murder in 1739. People believe that Turpin's ghosts and the spirits of dead soldiers haunt the forest to this day. What is it? Like, forests always attract the same type of ghosts. Yes, <laughs> it's like, I feel like so many soldiers are just like lurking in the forest to this day. Yeah, you got brides, you got soldiers. Headless people. Always, yeah. Always, yeah. Well, more recently, in December of 2003, the paranormal investigation show Most Haunted broadcasted live from the Epping Forest to summon Turpin's ghost. I need to see it. I know, me too. Now, his spirit apparently presented itself and led the crew off the path, an incident that forced them to call for forest rescue help. No. They were like, hi, mom, can you pick me up? (laughs) I'm I'm scared. scared. (laughs) There's also a pond at an unknown location in the woods of the forest that's said to draw people to commit suicide in its murky waters. Oh, that's so spooky. And we're not done yet. No. Because cars that are left in neutral are said to defy the laws of physics and actually start moving upwards on hills instead of downwards. No. See, that happens a lot too. That does happen a lot. Yeah. The only reason that I would ever go here is to see that happen. I do want to see that happen. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to be in the car, though. Let's, no. Let's make that clear. I want to be a safe distance away just watching it joyfully. Actually, let's <laughs> set up a tripod. I was going to say, let's watch it remotely. Yeah. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Four. Landing at number four this week is Freetown Fall River State Forest. This forest is aptly named the Cursed Forest of Massachusetts, mostly due to its grisly past of satanic murders in the late 70s, early 80s. But there have been even other isolated crimes committed there, which adds to its darkness. Dude, even like the highway surrounding that place is yes. dark and I will get into it when you're done. Oh yeah, Ash has a story for the end of this one. I so sure stay for it. do. This place is like close to our hearts because we are right near it. It's right there. (laughs) We know all of these stories. Well, let's talk about them. So in November 1978 is when one of the earliest known murders happened, when teenager Mary Lou Aruda's body was found tied to a tree. It is one of the worst stories you will ever hear. Yeah, this is so brutal. Horrific. Her kidnapper slash murderer, James Cater, was caught and convicted. He died in prison in 2016. Bye-bye. See ya. In 1987, a man was killed here after being mistaken for an undercover cop. Like, what? I, also, like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, how did that lead to it? Whoops. What? In 2001, two men were shot on a road that goes through the forest. That so already, we're, rap- we're racking them up. And that road is supposed to be, like, one of the freakiest roads. Oh, horrifying. I would never drive down that road. No, no thank you. And then there's the satanic murders. These were also known as the Fall River cult killings. These are bananas. bananas. The first body was found in October 1979. She was allegedly also a member of the cult. Wasn't she like the girlfriend of the cult leader? Oh, there is. You need like one of those charts. Yeah, with the red. To just like connect. There's so much craziness in that case. Some of the victims were also Satanists too. There's a history of the victims and killers being violent with each other and then pointing fingers. Mm -hmm. Which is 
weird how like really bad people plus like some kind of satanic cults doesn't ever really have a happy ending. Yeah, isn't that so wild? They never end up coexisting well when they start off as bad people. No. Animals were also involved. Uh, the blood of animals were used in mock baptisms and poured over heads of attendees. That's not okay. I'm out. I feel like you could get real sick from doing something like that. Like, yeah. And that's obviously the least of the problems there. I don't want any of it. The satanic panic was a result of murders exactly like this one. Yeah. And let me tell you, look further into the that specific murder case, the like satanic cult murder oh, case in yeah. Fall River. Because... Yep. Oh boy. It's a lot. Yeah, we actually covered it on Morbid and it's I, insane. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's truly insane. The Freetown State Forest, all I'm going to say about my story really quick is that I was driving past it and I literally drove past this like crazy beat up car and I looked to my right and this woman had blood dripping down her face, like co- her face was covered in blood and I was like, what? And everyone was switching lanes like from around her car. That story stays with me forever. I can still see her in my in my head. I need to know what that was all about. I know. Three. Number three on our countdown of Scariest Forests is... England's Pluckley Screaming Woods. The woods are part of the small village of Pluckley, which is considered the UK's most haunted village. They're called the Screaming Woods because allegedly screaming has been heard from people who got lost in the forest and people who died there. I don't like anything that is screaming. No, one of my like anxiety triggers is loud noises. Me too. And screaming oh boy. I get very stressed out about loud noises and I remember in like Lep Castle in Ireland. There's one ghost that will just scream in your face and then disappear. And I was like, that to me is the worst you can do to me. See, for some reason, (laughs) that is also kind of funny. It's hilarious, but horrifying. Yeah. Well, the history of this forest is filled with stories of death. Most people believe there are roughly a dozen ghosts haunting the area. Wow. It's like a ghost party. Again, squad. We're all here. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) In the 18th century, it's believed a highwayman was killed there. He was pinned to an oak tree with a sword. Wow. Again, I say with a sword. Very extra. Like what? There's also the ghost of a suicidal army colonel supposedly like hanging from the tree where he hung himself in the 1700s. Imagine stumbling across that. No. And a brick worker was crushed to death in the forest by a wall of clay. And you can still apparently hear his screams. No. No. Quiet down. And then, in 2019, a woman took her four children and her nephew to the woods. I don't know why. Why did you do that? I don't know why. kids, you want to go into the screaming woods? She was like, it's a photo op. Yeah. And she took a pic of what she believes to be a ghost of a girl staring at her children. Oh, I'm going to need to see that picture. I I don't know if you can Google it. I meant to do that last night. Well, there's no specific area where the ghosts are supposed to be, which sort of blankets the whole forest with a super uneasy cool. feeling. So it's just like, we don't know. They're everywhere. It's like a, it's like a choose your own adventure. Yeah, no matter where you go, someone's going to scream at you. Yeah, you just don't know who it is. The sc- I was waiting for the Screaming Woods because, again, yeah. the name The Screaming Woods. You knew enough. it had... 
You knew it had to be on Yeah, here. it's enough. That's all you need. I was so excited that you had the Freetown State yes. Forest. Because when I didn't, I was like, if they forgot the Freetown. <laughs> if you forgot Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> Come no, on. did not. There's one that I'm waiting to see. And I'm like, it must be number two. See, there's one that I'm waiting to see. And I was like, it must be number one. Oh, I wonder if it's Oh, this. no. All right, well, let's find out. We got to find out. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Two. We're down to the final two spots on our countdown of scariest forests. At number two, we're headed to India to visit Dow Hill in Kershyung. Dow Hill is filled with beautiful hillsides and a thick green forest. It's very serene Aww. and also very unsettling. Aww. One report described visiting Dow Hill as having, quote, a blood-curdling as well as awestruck experience. That's kind of like Crime Countdown. Exactly. <laughs> it really is. It's like what you guys listen to. That's our tagline <laughs> from now on. That's kind of what I want to be known as, a blood-curdling but awestruck experience. I'll make that happen. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> now, the amount of haunted stories runs so deep that by 8.30 every night, the locals go inside for the night. The locals know what's up in this forest. They're like, no. 8.30, you're done no. for the day? That sucks. Yeah, they're like, all right, we need to go inside. That's why I would not live there. going down for real out there. <laughs> and, and according to sources, those outside after that time are considered to be phantom more than a human. Oh, so we could stay outside. I was going to say, so maybe I would just stay outside just to scare all my neighbors. We're also both very pale, so we'd fit right in. They'd be like, that's a phantom. <laughs> right there. <laughs> no joke. The most active area is a place called Death Road. Oh. But just... Putting it all out there. I mean, they are not burying the lead. They're like, Death Road, come here on it in. Is. Yeah. It's between Dow Hill and the Forest Office. The which Forest I love. Office. Yeah, I love it. Like, what? It's a draw for tourists because of how beautiful it is, but it's also been their undoing on occasions, losing their minds and even suicides. So, this is no joke. People have seen the headless ghost of a young boy. And a woman dressed in gray has been spotted roaming the forest because there's always 
there's always a headless ghost. Mm-hmm. There's always a woman in white or gray. Mm-hmm. And she's always, there's always one just roaming around. Well, she's lost and she's trying to find her way back to somewhere. They're just always roaming. She's Take a seat. She doesn't, maybe, you know what it is? I feel like a lot of ghosts don't know they're dead. I think that too. And that makes me so sad. I hate that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that at all. There's also the 100-plus-year-old Victoria Boys High School, which is said to really hold the haunted vibes of the area. I love it. Victoria Boys High School sounds like it would hold haunted vibes. I, I would don't know. never use the bathroom there. It's too cold to be open in the winter, December through March. When they go on break, locals have heard whispering and footsteps coming from the school during those times when no one could when, be in the school. When school's out. Whispering. School And footsteps out. in a school where no one is. School's out for ghosts. No, I'm not into it. I was going to sing it to you, but you were really wild. I was upset. One. And that brings us to number one on our countdown of the top 10 scariest forests, La Isla de las Munecas, the island of the dolls. I got really theatery there. You did it. Located south of Mexico City between the canals of Xochimilco, this forest was never intended to be a tourist attraction. But its sad and dark history has created a fascinating, yet disconcerting place that many people choose to see in person. The dark backstory. So sometime in the mid 20th century, a man named Don Julian Santana Barrera left his family and moved to the secluded island for unclear reasons. Oh. Like just up and left. (laughs) Already it's like, huh? And then he got there and discovered the body of a young girl who had drowned. Followed by a doll floating down the canals, to which I say, run, 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 run out of there and never look back. I would nope out of there so quickly. Well, Don Julian didn't. He took the doll and hung it from a tree to appease the dead girl, which is like really sweet in a very weird way. Uh, Okay. (laughs) And then he took it a little too far because he spent the next uh, 50 years hanging dolls from trees. Okay. Yep. All right. He kept it weird. Yeah, he definitely did. (laughs) Now, in 2001, he passed away, ironically, due to drowning. Oh, that's sad. I know. But many people, including Don Julian's own family, don't actually believe that he found a drowned girl. They believe he wasn't of sound mind, and he spent his time hanging up dolls due to his instability. Oh, that's really sad. To this day, tourists and locals honor both Don Julian as well as the drowned girl, and many people bring dolls of their own to hang up in the forest. Because literally the trees are like covered in dolls. The photos of this place are unbelievable. They're insane. All right, that number one is definitely number one. Just because of the pure strangeness oh yeah like dolls hanging from trees you don't get that anywhere else and then seriously like whatever you're doing right now stop doing it and google the pictures because it's wild but here's my problem okay is it the same problem (laughs) that i have because number two wasn't what i thought it was gonna be number one wasn't what i thought it was gonna be okay one two three okigahara yeah the suicide forest that's what i was gonna say okay okay (laughs) (laughs) i was like (laughs) Sokigahara. Okigahara. Okigahara. That 
that story, I mean, we we have covered it on our spooky forest episode on Morbid, and mm-hmm. that place has fascinated me endlessly because it is so tragic, so yes. sad. I mean, they have people have to go in there and cut people down. It's so it's such a place for Japanese like people to go to like spend their last moments. Literally. And the reason is it's such a beautiful place. And again, it's I think Okigahara actually like translates into like sea or like an ocean it's some kind of word that like kind of means ocean or sea okay sea of trees i think it means i think you're right sea of trees and the reason is when you stand on like the top you know it's um near like a mount fiji i think or fuji yeah it is and when you look down at it it looks like a green ocean it's this so dense no sound can come in or come out so it's just this like dead silence in there it just traps everything and people say, like, there's just really weird feeling and the fact that it's so dead silent can sometimes trigger, like, weird emotions in you. I mean, that makes sense. And, like, people will leave, you know, uh, tape to, like, so you can discover where they met their end. Yeah, like, so that they can be cut and, down. And, like, it's, the whole story is just so, so sad, but also fascinating. It's, yeah. I'm, it's amazingly crazy like you have to go look into it because you will never stop researching about it honestly i think this is one of those crime countdowns where we could do like a part two scariest forest because i'm sure there's so there's many yeah. but these ones the, the 10 that we just covered there were a couple on here that i didn't know me too and then the ones that were on there needed to be on here absolutely so i feel like we could do a part yeah. two because <laughs> number one was definitely number one yeah for sure Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Remember to follow Crime Countdown on Spotify to get a brand new episode delivered every week. You can find all episodes of Crime Countdown and all other podcast shows for free on Spotify. Spotify has all your favorite music and podcasts all in one place. They're making it easier to listen to whatever you want to hear for free on your phone, computer, or smart speaker. And if you can't get enough of these creepy crimes, check out our After Crime Countdown podcast playlist on Spotify where we've handpicked even more episodes about this week's stories that we think you'll enjoy. And if you like this show, follow at ParCast on Facebook and Instagram and at ParCast Network on Twitter. And if you like us, which I hope you do, you can follow our other podcast, Morbid. You can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts, or you can find us on Instagram at Morbid Podcast or on Twitter at A Morbid Podcast. Yeah, and me and Elena are going to leave to go camping now, and we'll see you next Monday with a new episode. Stay out of the woods, everyone. Bye. Crime Countdown is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast. It was created by Max Cutler. Sound design by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Anthony Velsic. Fact checking by Cara Mackerlein. Research by Ambika Chotera, J.K. Hio, and Mickey Taylor. It's produced by John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Jonathan Ratliff. Production assistance by Ron Shapiro. We're your hosts, Ash Kelly and Elena Urquhart. <laughs>